And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It's Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Wednesday, June the 30th, 2021. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. Uh, we are doing right now a B-block episode that we haven't really planned out, but it's been about three weeks since we podcasted, so Sam and I felt like we needed to get some content out there on the airwaves. Sam's in the bathroom right now. He'll be drinking. No, no, I'm here. Oh, he's here. I thought you were still in the bathroom. Sam's I, just, here. I had to run and grab a drink. I was seconds. So I've been here the whole time. Oh, okay. What drink did you get? Uh, well, I'm, my name's Sam. I'm coming at you, as usual, from a very hot and sweaty Brooklyn, New York, and I'm drinking my customary podcast drink, which, if I'm being honest, is just kind of my regular at-home drink, which is just warm whiskey in a glass. Um, but it's really hot, Joel, so I'm also sweating really hard. It's not, right. it's not a great choice. It's like a right. milk was a bad choice. Milk is a bad you know? choice, yeah. yeah. It's so damn hot. Milk a bad choice. Yeah. Funny scene. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. Um, I'm drinking warm beer that I brought with me from Indiana where I woke up this morning. Nice. Um, shout out to Marin and Lewis and their family taking me into the town of Columbus, Indiana, which I'd never heard of before. It's a small town. It's about 40,000 people. But it's like the home of all these world famous architectural buildings huh. of the mid 20th century. Yeah. That's cool. So, like after World War II, this small Indiana town decided that they needed to stay relevant. So, they created this huge fund to pay for world famous architects to come build like super modernist structures in their small Midwestern town. So like there's all these buildings by like I am Pay and uh, Eno Saarinen who are both like I learned about them in college, right? Right. Like, kind of I've like, heard of that first yeah. one. Yeah, uh, he's done a lot of famous stuff. The Eames brothers, they've done stuff in there. Like all these like, oh uh, shit, this guy also did a building in this like tiny town. So wait, and I've heard of them too. Are they our friend Liz's relatives? I know. Did we ever figure that so. out? I like think heavy we, metal uh, we, is? Yeah, no, we probably had that conversation with her. Uh, they're like big furniture makers. And so they mm. were big, like designing uh, modernist, like mid 20th century modernist um, furniture, especially chairs. That was like a big thing for them. So, like, like you know, you, you did you watch Mad Men? Right. You know, like yeah, Eames chairs. Guy. Yeah, Eames chairs. Yeah. Right. It says that Charles Eames born and died in St. Louis, Missouri. Huh. So I'm guessing that our friend Liz is not related to them. Right. Since she's from Manhattan. Right. In England. In England. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, Ray Eames was born. Oh. Ray Eames, his wife and partner, was born in Sacramento, California, and died in LA. Huh. So, but not. Anyway, so there's this cool town, Columbus, Indiana, 
40 minutes south of Indianapolis. Uh, check it out. Yeah, shout out to Columbus, Indiana, and to Liz. Yeah, and to Liz. Uh, we should. Right. Yeah, I have. Who doesn't? Who probably doesn't listen to? The probably not. Liz is quite <laughs> a big baseball fan, if I remember correctly. I think I would try. I tried to talk to her about sports two or three times, and she was like, "No, no, I don't." Yeah, she'd probably be a Yankees fan anyway. So she was a Yankees fan because she didn't follow baseball. <laughs> um anyway anyways also so, you would have heard of that town if uh lewis's family listened to the podcast so we got to work on that oh that's a good point yeah we gotta get his parents to to be podcast listeners i think his brother might be his brother lives in montana and we got a pretty good montana um following so shout out to like bozeman and billings and all those montana towns yeah i think that's a key part of our listenership right now never been to montana me neither yeah i've been to wyoming which is next door uh, not montana um all right, so we've been off air for about three weeks. So, Sam, there's been a whole hell of a lot going on in the sports world since we've been gone. And so I don't think we have the time and space to talk about everything, but we should at least mention a couple of things. So right. let me start off. We were talking off air about the uh, Trevor Bauer assault. Is that the, like, it's assault right now, basically. Sexual assault. Yeah. Sexual assault, yeah. Right. Uh, Pitcher Trevor Bauer of the LA Dodgers has been uh, accused of sexual assault of a woman, and it it seems incredibly violent. What were you telling me? Like, yeah. Uh, so he's claiming that this was a, a rough sex hookup encounter that was one hundred percent consensual, um, and she is saying that it's not. Um, and you know, in bad news for Trevor Bauer hit that sort of defense isn't going to stand up against the sort of uh abusive damage that he caused to this woman right. which i was just reading the athletic kind of wrap up of the current evidence and state of affairs and it's like really brutal um and even if it was a thing that like she was into it and like these this sort of details came to light in a non like criminal offense sort of way like this is some really bad bad shit that he did to this woman yeah um like some really really sadistic like really bad stuff so uh and you know we're not going to go too into it in detail right now because thomas isn't here and i'm sure that he probably wants to sound off and you know possibly in favor i don't know um <laughs> i can say that but so we're not going to get into it now also there's a there's a try there's like a court date set for the end of july um, and this is all pretty new on the docket. So there's some older things that we want to get to first, but we thought that we should bring this up just to like, a, this is like a stay tuned sort of 
update on this because it's 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 bad. Um, it seems bad. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll come back to that, but we're we're not gonna actually bloviate uh, about it too much now. Don't worry, we'll bloviate about it later. Um, other big headlines that have happened this last month. Uh, NCAA, the Supreme Court ruled ostensibly against the NCAA, saying that, uh, quote unquote, student athletes do have the right to profit off of their name and likenesses, which really uh, puts uh, uh, college sports on this fast track for players being able to make money off of things like selling uh, jersey shoes, video game licensing, uh, local fucking car ads, right? I think that's what you're going to see is, you know, you're going to go down to Birmingham, Alabama, and, you know, Mac Jones is going to be selling you used cars on the local right. car salesman, um, which I think is a good thing. And, and, and really the Supreme Court, uh, and it was a, one of the conservative judges, I, I forget who it was, made a very excellent point, which was like, this is a sham. This, this, like the, the NCAA is created this, this hollow argument for amateurism as an excuse to profit off of unpaid labor. Right. And like the the idea that these kids are getting a college education is like also right. not like is also laughable. Like most like some of these kids probably are getting good education from these colleges, but most of them aren't, you know, because right. Right. they don't have to. Right. You're there to go to you're, you're there to go to football. You're there right. to go to basketball. You're not there to go to college. Right. Exactly. And everybody, you know, that's the big dirty secret. So the question is, and, and I think this is a good thing because other than maybe FIFA, there's no more corrupt sports organization than the NCAA. Right. And, uh, and they deserve every black eye they get. Is this going to radically change college sports as far as a consumer is concerned? I don't actually think so. Right. I, I don't think it's going to change that much. But, you know, maybe the middleman is going to get a little less grease on the palms, right? Because that's the way that college football has already always been set up, is that there's all these, you know, the people who run the bowls, the athletic directors, even the coaches, they're getting paid out their asses for doing basically nothing. Right. As the football players are not getting paid at all. Right. So hopefully that will change a little bit. But we'll see. I don't know. I am pessimistic, I guess. Right. I'm not optimistic. That's for sure. I'm optimistic, right. Well, and the thing that's really got me frightened is that universities are going to somehow use this as an excuse to, like, slash the the philosophy budget, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait, education's not making us any money. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. We don't need it. Yeah. Let's cut the, the grad department in, in education because we're not getting, because we have to, we're losing $10 million a year that we used to make on, on our college football program. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. And yeah, it'll be, it'll, yeah, it'll be bullshit, of course, but they'll do it. They'll use it as an excuse. 
yeah. just clash all these other, you know, mostly philosophy departments. I, I just, some reason, I think that's that's what's going to happen. Every philosophy, yeah. well, every no, this philosophy is, department. This is great, though. Like, we've talked about this a lot on the podcast before, about how these kids are basically destroying their bodies for nothing. They get nothing out of this. Right. Um, they, they, they're not getting an education. They're not getting paid. They're not getting, they're getting completely taken advantage of on a, for a, for a story, you know, and it's a, and really so this is a huge. Fraction, this and is only, huge. And only a fraction of them have like professional, like uh, going to have professional careers. Right. And we've been preaching this for a long time. Um, and I, I think that probably are at least partially responsible for bringing this issue kind of into the mainstream. Oh, good. Yeah. Good point. So yeah. give yourself a pat on the back, Joel, because we get kids paid, essentially. Yeah. You're welcome, America. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, this is also why you need to vote dump mayor of New York. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's too late. But eh, it's never apparently not. Right. Uh, so we'll we'll keep an eye open on this one. I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'm very interested in that news story. The other one, um, Sam, I wanted to talk to you about was the Tokyo Olympics, because a lot's going on on that front. Right. Uh, those are starting up. The 2020 Olympics are starting in 20, excuse me, 2021. And Sam, when do they when do they start? I'm googling that right now. My thing okay. is, I think this is going to be a shit show. I really think this is going to be a shit show. Um, Why? Know, well, because Japan does not actually have coronavirus really under control right now. Right, but uh, presumably all the athletes will have to be vaccinated, right? From the, all the North Korean and Afghani. Yeah. Athletes also August 8th. No, no, begins July 23rd, ends August 8th. So they got a are they do they not have a vir- a, a vaccine mandate for athletes and coaches? That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. I mean you would expect so, right? Right, you would expect so. I yeah. I didn't realize this was coming up on the docket, so I'll look yeah, we have it. We'll, we'll have to come back to this because right. we, we always do Olympic. We do a lot of Olympic stuff for the Olympics. Yeah, Olympics are fun. Yeah, the Olympics are lots of fun. Speaking um, of amateurism. Right. Speaking of right. Because like most of them aren't even sports, you know what I mean? Right, right. I just get... Right, and speaking of amateurism, like, I guess curling is... Winter Olympics. What's the uh, Summer Olympics equivalent to curling? I don't know, man. Running. Yeah, running gets like, running is not a, running is not a sport. Swimming is not a sport. Cycling is not a sport. Those are like things that you do to like get into shape to play sports. You know. Right, but what's the what's the Summer Olympic event that you really don't need to be a, a in great physical like peak condition to do? Oh, uh, and but that everybody loves anyway. But that everybody loves anyway. Yeah. Definitely ping pong. Ping pong. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's go with ping pong. Do you think the or like Olympics, pistol shooting? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I just couldn't remember what the gun event was. 
But like the ping pong players, if you are from Finland, no, Finland probably has a good program. If you're from Estonia and you qualified for the Olympics in ping pong, who's going to make sure you got your vaccine? Well, uh, I don't know. Like, like you just own the shoe, st- the shoe shop in Riga, and you happen to be good at ping pong. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got, like, I, I don't think LeBron James is going to the Olympics, but, you know, Kevin Durant is going to the Olympics, right? And so we know right. Kevin Durant's vaccinated, and they're watching his, like, physical health, well-being, because that's very important to them. But also, the dude who owns the shoe shop in Riga, Estonia, is also going to the Olympics because he's a damn good ping pong player. Right. But, like, who's watching out for his, like, COVID safety? Well, I'm, I mean, if he's from – wait, where's this guy from? I'm saying Estonia, I think. Estonia. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, all the ping pong players that go to the Olympics are from China anyway, and you know those guys will be vaccinated. Yeah, they will be vaccinated. They're gonna, yeah. Um, they're going to Okay, but check this. Okay, I found this article, and this is a Vox article, so okay. I haven't fact-checked anything. <clears throat> um, but it's saying that there's 15,000 Olympians and Paralympians from more than 200 countries, along with thousands of coaches and staff. Uh, and they are expecting between 70 and 80% of them to be vaccinated. Okay. <clears throat> oh, no, sorry. The Olympic Village will, have, will be well above 80% vaccinated. Right. Um, and they think that between 70 and 80, and they're expecting that somewhere between 70 and 80% of the media will also be vaccinated. Oh, that's weird. Why would the media <clears throat> be vaccinated? What's that? Well, I think that they're just all up in there. Yeah. That's the other thing. I mean, I've read all these things about the Olympic Village being basically like a fuck fest. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm wondering how that's going to change in the, these Olympics. Um. <clears throat> Anyway, only according, again, according to this article, only 22% of the population of the world has gotten their first shot. And most of that is in very high, in like wealthy countries. Wealthy countries. Yeah, Yeah, that's something to take into account. Right. But I feel like if you make it to the Olympics, like, like, you know, it's not like you're getting paid for that like part of that like reward should be you get a vaccination i agree you know like the rich countries of the world should pitch in fifteen thousand vaccines for these olympians you know what i mean just to make sure everyone gets one yeah would be my thought simone biles going to defend who championship i'm excited about that is she vaccinated I don't know. I assume so, but I don't know. I'm a big fan of hers. Yeah, she's. You remember when she like threw out the first pitch at that baseball game and, and did, like, did the flip? We did the flipping flip, back. Yes, that was from, amazing. Like, in flip flops, yeah. Yes, in flip flops, right? Oh my! God. I don't think I think she was wearing sneakers, but even still, it was super badass. 
Yeah, that was amazing. Who was she pitching for? The Nationals? No, I think that it was like the Cardinals. It was some, she's some from, or maybe the Reds. She's like from somewhere in the Midwest, Midwest. I think. Uh, anyway, I'm looking forward to the Olympics. Um, I think the funniest part about the Olympics is that like nobody in Japan wants them to happen. Right. Like the population of Japan, it's like a less than 30% of the people there want the Olympics to happen. Yeah, and Japan is not doing a great job of vaccination either. Right. Yeah, even though they're a first world country. I'm Googling this Simone Biles first. Thing. Yeah, she's from Columbus, Ohio. So it was probably a Reds game. No, it was it was a it was at the World Series. Oh, it was? In 2019. She's wearing an Astro shirt. Astros. <laughs> no longer like her. I know. That's fine. <laughs> exactly. Hi, Simo Biles. We used to like you. Now we don't. <laughs> Canceled. Canceled. She must have done it more. World Series Game 2, 2019. All right, so those are the headlines we need. Like, these are, the, like, going to be our stories that we got to watch. We talked about the sticky stuff. Oh, she didn't do it when she threw the pitch. She just did a flip. That was pretty cool. Um... Uh, we talked about sticky stuff last episode. We're going to have to keep tracking that. Any other baseball-related things we haven't talked about? I'm sure there are. There's like nothing that's coming to mind right now. She is. So it's, it's interesting. Like, this has been a really crazy season because all of, not all, but almost all of the teams that people thought were going to be good are not as good as people thought they were going to be. But we and told then, like, them that. We told them that at the beginning of the season, right? Kind of, except for, like, I remember doing a, an NL East, like, preseason roundup where yeah. I confidently stated that the Atlanta Braves were going to, like, run away with the division and win 100 games. And, like, everybody else in the, net, in the NL East was also going to win 100 games, right? And, like, right. the NL East is maybe the worst – division in baseball right now right okay so i'm watching she she's throwing multiple pitch sorry i'm watching youtube videos of simone biles right now right uh <laughs> keep it under control joe <laughs> this is a family throwing, podcast she's throwing multiple <laughs> she's throwing multiple pitches for the astros but then she throws the pitch right and she does her flip she's done that a couple of times but then right. the the guy who's catching it like it's not Altuve, maybe it's Bregman or something. Then he signs the ball and gives it to Simone Biles. Bro, she is more famous than you are. See, right? I'm, it's interesting to hear you say that, Joel, because not two weeks ago you were trying to tell me that American football was the number one sport in the world. No, it's not. It's in right. America. It is. Right. But you were saying that American football was way bigger than tennis as an international sport. Oh, I, I, I'm wrong about that. In America, right. it is. I, I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> What's your point about this? Because this is baseball and, and gymnastics. 
Right, but I just figured that you would think that a baseball player was more famous than a gymnast. No, no, no way. Yeah, no. Or like maybe, no, because nobody knows who Mike Trout is. Maybe Shohei Otani is as famous as Simone Biles. Definitely not. What? What? Who's the most famous baseball player in Major League Baseball? Probably Alex Rodriguez. (laughs) (laughs) Or like maybe David Ortiz, you know what I mean? Yeah. Probably David Ortiz to this day. Right. None of the active baseball players. Right. Yeah. But that's another thing that we've talked about long is the lack of the superstar. Yeah. That does fall on Mike Trout's shoulders to some degree. Failing up there. Because he's the best baseball player and he's super fucking boring. Who, Mike Trout? Yeah. So I think that Shohei Otani might be the best baseball player now. Dude, yeah. No, I think Shohei Otani is changing baseball right now for the better. All right. You want to shift gears and give me an NBA oh. thing? Yeah, I don't know how much I can talk about the NBA then. So we're down. Well, you want to talk about your boy Chauncey Billups? Yeah. Speaking of sexual assault, let's talk about Chauncey Billups. Uh, <laughs> okay, so first of all, let's talk about the NBA playoffs for a little bit. Uh, we're down to the final four in the NBA playoffs in the Western Conference Finals. The Phoenix Suns uh, with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, they have a three games to one lead on the Los Angeles Clippers, who are led by Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And in the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks, ooh, Phoenix may have just eliminated the Clippers. Um, Yep, Phoenix has eliminated the Clippers. The Phoenix Suns, they just beat them 130 to 103. So the Phoenix Suns are moving on to the NBA Finals. Uh, the Hawks and the Bucks are actually tied two games each. The Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee- oh, man. A Phoenix-Milwaukee NBA Finals? I would love that. Why? No one would watch it. No one's going to watch it. Right. That's my point. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, no one is going to watch this finals. Even if it's Atlanta Phoenix, no one's going to watch that. Um, and, and there's no LeBron James, there's no Kevin Durant, there's no Steph Curry, right? The NBA is fucked right now. Well, the, what's his name? Giannis. Giannis Hambanatungatunko. Yeah. And Kumpo, yeah. Kumpo. He, He's first of all, good. I was just in Greece, and he is huge there. Let oh, me just do they tell you. love him? Yeah, do they love yeah. him in Greece? That's cool. I got in a huge shit-talking match with this guy about, because uh, the, the Bucks just beat the, the Nets. The Nets. And, like, listeners of this podcast will know that I am not a basketball fan, and... <clears throat> You know, we all agreed that I should get on the Nets bandwagon once they signed Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. And that was before they even signed James Harden. And I tried, but I failed miserably because I just don't care. 
But when I was in Greece and this guy was like talking shit, and then I felt the need to talk some shit back about the Nets just for fun. <laughs> um, but anyway, the point is, is they're like, they're huge. They love that guy. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So like, is Greece, like, is Milwaukee now a really popular city in Greece, you know? Like, I don't, well, I don't know. It didn't get that deep. But I, you know, you, I saw some like jerseys and some like advertisements and, you know, they were playing the games um, like every day. They were just it was like in bars and stuff. The games would be being replayed all the time. That's awesome. Yeah. Like it's kind of like what Yao Ming did for basketball in China, I guess. Like, right. They loved him so much. They loved him. They got way right. into rockets. You'll have like people in China who are Houston Rockets fans. Because of Yao. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I like that. That's a good story. Um, but, but anyway. Like, I mean, okay, so he's got star powers, but I don't know. Yeah, you know, well, he, I mean, he does, but he's hurt now. So he may not even make it. Oh, and they're like, I feel like the, the MSSM. M- MSSM, yeah, mainstream sports media is really trying to jam Trey Young down my throat right now. They all they love Trey Young, man. Yeah, yeah. But that actually, even, one thing I, I like about the NBA playoffs is like a guy who hasn't done anything good suddenly like gets hot, and because it's the playoffs, everyone is paying attention, and then right. Like, that's his like moment in the spotlight. I kind of like that. And I think but he's he's he is a good player though, right? Like, yeah, he's not he's, just having a moment, he's like a legitimate superstar, right? I do not believe he is a legitimate superstar. I think he's a good basketball NBA player. Right. Uh, but I would say the same thing about basically every, you know, everyone who plays for the Boston Celtics. Right. Um, okay, so the Portland Trailblazers, my favorite basketball team, they fired their coach of, I believe, 10 years, Terry Stotts, and they hired Chauncey Phillips. Now, right, who was also a finalist in the, for the Boston Celtics. Right, and we talked about this. He played for the Boston Celtics for at least a year. I didn't know that. He was drafted by the Boston Celtics. Yeah. He was a rookie with the Boston Celtics. He got famous with the Detroit Pistons and being on their 2004 NBA championship team. Which with is kind the Wallaces. Of a, what? With the Wallaces. With the Wallaces, right. Rashid and Ben Wallace. And that was like an underdog story. That's basically like the plot of Dodgeball played out. Because right. they beat the Shaq and Kobe Lakers and nobody... Right. Rip Hamilton? Is that Rip a real Hamilton, guy? Or yep. is that a name? Nope. You that I pulled from face. somewhere else. Nope. You were like. With the face mask. With the face mask. And Tayshaun. I love that team. Yeah. It was a good team. It was a yeah. likable team. I also am a big Ben Wallace guy. Yeah. Defense. Right. Exactly. Rebounds and defense. He'd have like, he'd score like 
10 points a game, but he'd have like 16 blocks. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and 23 rebounds. Right. And like Shaq would only score like 18 points <laughs> in that game. And Shaq was like five inches taller and 100 pounds heavier. Than right. Yeah. But Rasheed Wallace had these like incredibly long arms. And so he like if they both were standing on the ground putting their arms up in the air, they'd like reach the same distance. Right. Well, well, that's what the Pistons were able to do. They could put Rasheed Wallace and Ben Wallace on Shaq. Right. And so they were able to double team him or switch off and have a very elite defender on him. At all times. At all times, yeah. It was a really great series. Let's talk about the 2004 NBA Finals because I love talking about the 2004 NBA Finals. Anyway, so the Portland Trailblazers have hired Chauncey Billups, which at the time I thought was a good move uh, because the other choice was uh, Jason Kidd, who I don't like. Right. Right. As a person. As a person, yeah. Do you remember when he was the coach? I think of the Bucks, honestly. And he spilled the water. No. <laughs> I keep coughing. I'm sorry. He spilled water on Poopins to get an extra timeout. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. No, I don't remember that. I remember he was the coach of the Nets for a second. Right. I don't think he's I don't know coach. why he was. I think that he like used that job as leverage to get a different job that he then failed at. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think people, I don't know why. NBA folks think he's like good at his job. Right. I don't think he is. I think he's a he was a good player, that's why. He wasn't that great. I think like people are like, yeah, Jason Kidd is really good. I don't know, man. I mean he's like a he's like a Derek Jeter of the NBA. Yeah. Jason Kidd was on a very bad New Jersey Nets team, and he got them to the NBA Finals twice, and they lost. Um, right. So what's that make him? But, like, he wasn't that good. So I don't know. It's not like Derek Jeter, because Derek Jeter was a mediocre player on a team of, like, superstars, and everyone decided that he was the best player on that team when right. it, it was it was Bernie Williams and Mariano Riviera and Gary Sheffield who like won those championships damn Sam I hate the Yankees so much <laughs> okay what do you know about uh, like what is So Chauncey Billups was accused of raping a woman when he was his rookie year when he was playing for the Boston Celtics. And he settled out of court with the anonymous woman. And this is like 1997 or something like that. So that's like he pulled a Kobe Bryant, right? So we can't say even like allegedly he is a rapist because he settled out of court. Like it never went to court. 
Um, but it, but some you know it's on his it's on his it's a black stain on his past, and I just get depressed thinking about all the men and professional male athletes who have had done something like that. Right, and or get, like I, all of the coaching candidates who never raped a woman who could have got right, right. That's the kind of depressing thing to me. It's like, there's plenty of them out there, I'm sure. Like, why don't we give those guys a job? Right. Like, why can't we just be like, no, thank you? Because, because, like he said, he can say, like, hey, I said a lot of quotes. He can say nothing happened because you can't prove not anything happened. It's all alleged, and it's never going to see the light of day. You barely do. Right. So it's unfair to say, like, I'm not going to hire you for this job because of the thing that may or may not have happened when in 1997 that you buried with your money. I guess so. I mean, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just trying to describe it, you know what I'm saying? Right, that was when he was with the Celtics, right? Because that was at Antoine. Yeah, his rookie year with the Celtics is, I believe, what I read. Oof. Yeah. Chauncey. Chauncey, yeah. Now he's the head coach in Portland Trailblazers. Does he have coaching a coaching background or not really? I believe he actually was WNBA coach. Was what? Thought he coached in the WNBA. Oh, really? I believe so. I'm going to Google that. The Celtics also just hired a new coach. I've yet to be able to talk to Eli about that. Yeah, you should, because I'm actually curious about what he thinks about that. Because Brad but he's got, I, don't, I don't know this guy. I've never heard of him before, but he's like a Greg Popovich prodigy. So, oh, or like a... Mentee. He he was a like assistant coach for the Spurs for like seven years or something. That's a uh, good coaching tweet. Right. Yeah, he's got a good pedigree. So he was was Popovich for like seven years. Then he was in uh, Philadelphia for a year or two, and then this most recent season he was with the the Nets, I believe, as the number two on, and like this, the assistant assistant coach, like the number two coach on that team to right, Steve Nash. Right, right. Yeah, I, I mean, again, it's all this like, everybody knows everybody within this very insular industry. And so that's how you get hired because you know people. Right. And like, I, like, that's just how business works, I suppose. But I think folks could get, like, creative and hire outside of these insular circles. Right. All right. Uh, let's, so, okay, so we got basketball. How was your Greek trip? Any other uh, highlights from that? Oh my God, so many. We got to do a whole top of the crock about it. Okay, okay. Because uh, I'm curious about that. 
Because there's like, there's some next level shit that went on on that trip. Let me tell you. Okay, good. Okay. So, so most of okay. it, most of it octopus related. Excellent. Oh man, I miss octopus. I mean, I octopus. Love that. So let's talk about that next week. Uh, right. The Olympics start uh, the beginning of uh, July 23rd. So we'll have Olympics to talk about. Uh, uh, obviously, baseball continues to baseball along. Yeah, follow these standards, man. I mean, it is just making me sad that when we find out more things about people, we find out about all the terrible fucking things they do. Right. Although there's like very little surprise with this Trevor Bauer thing, I feel like, because that guy's like a professional asshole. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. Yeah. I'm so not it's not a it's not a, a like surprise to find out that he likes to beat up women, you know? Right. It's just like why can't men be decent human beings? I don't know. Right. And also there's like so many like different avenues of kinky to like get into that right. don't leave people well, with fractured skulls. You know what I mean? Like yes, there's and- a whole world out there. And that's what I was trying to bring up earlier, and I think I did a bad job of it. Like, his lawyer is kind of throwing, like, the kink, like, community under the bus. Like, it's not like, like, there are people who do this shit responsibly, professionally, and, like, serious, like, who know how to do this. That's, this ain't it, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, oh, we were just being kicked. totally. No, you weren't. You were being irresponsible or criminally violent. Right. Uh, At best, yes. negligently irresponsible. At best. Mm-hmm. But the thing, the thing, I don't know. And you know, the thing is, is that like, I don't know. I just don't know, Joe. Like it, it's it's a real shitty situation. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real shitty situation. But I, I'll bring this up, and then we gotta wrap this up. Like we, t- I've I've brought this up on the podcast before. Is that Trevor Bauer did have a history of targeting women on Twitter? And being like aggressive against them. Right. Like it's not anything that would like you would tell your lawyer would hold up in the court of law, obviously. But you know, we were talking, I ain't surprised. And I ain't surprised because we saw him get unreasonably angry at women who criticized him on the internet. And if you're right. someone who gets unreasonably angry at a woman criticizing you, only women, it was very, very gender specific. If you're someone who gets unreasonably angry at someone criticizing you on the internet, it's not that far of a step to get unreasonably angry with someone criticizing you. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Um, Right. 
<clears throat> the willingness to like target women also is wait because they pretty are, serious because they are vulnerable. Yeah. Right, and that like makes you feel bigger or whatever. Right. Which is which is another whole another level of messed up. Right. That you're a thirty million dollar you pitcher, Cy Young winning pitcher from the Los Angeles Dodgers, one of the elite franchises in Major League Baseball, and you need to beat up a woman to make yourself feel more right. you're the highest paid like American uh baseball player the highest paid baseball player in the world right like for year by year or whatever right right yes. it's still not enough never enough right it's pretty fucked up so fucked up Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I'm sorry for this kind of downer of an episode. We'll do something fun later. Yeah. Okay. Well, on deck, like, I finished a baseball book while I was on vacation, which oh. I had started a long time ago. The fathers playing catch with their sons. The oh, Donald you finished Paul that. Book. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished that, and there was a lot more to it than I thought. Oh, um, so do you want to do a book report on it? Yeah, we can do a book club. Yeah, and we also I have like so much good top of the crock stuff. So yeah, this episode has been kind of sad, but there's good stuff coming up. So don't you know? Tune in next time, in as next they time. say. Yeah, that's what we say. All right, good, good. I'm excited about that. I'll come up with some stuff too. I'm on summer break. I I want to go to Milwaukee uh, this month and go to cool. the White Sox Brewers game. That's what I'm meant to do. Do it. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Uh, this has been Dub on the uh, the B Block. Uh, my name is Joel. Uh, I'm for Sam. Check us out on all your social media applications. Follow us on Twitter. I love Twitter. I uh, Facebook, WordPress, all of the bullshit. Listen to us on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and on SoundCloud. Uh, yeah. So Sam, my name is Joel. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. <laughs>